Hi, everybody. Thanks for continuing to listen. If you're not on it already, we have a new home on Discord. That is the We Roll Dice Discord. I'd like to see some of y'all come in and join us and have a good time. Uh, it's not just us at Aeterna. We also have Hexgrid Heroes. We have Dicebenders D&D. And we have Horizon City. Uh, so you'll get to hear Riley. You'll get to hear Dawn. Uh, you'll get to hear Ray or Frog. Um, as well as just come and hang out with a bunch of really awesome people and chill, maybe play some uh, tabletop games. So come on in. Links in the description. Welcome to Eterna. Keep your dice rolling, your friends close, your monsters closer, and don't let the old gods bite. This podcast is an Eldritch Dream Games production, a dark fantasy pathfinder game laced deep with cosmic horror. We'd like to thank our patrons for making these things possible. Brian Bridges, Donald Bewley, Eric S. Pat, Frog Shark, Robin Mims, Thomas Wayne Haley, Rip Rex, and Tim Demuse. We'd also like to honor the memory of Wesley Sullivan. Now, let us listen. Last time on Dungeon Ball Z, with the help of the party, most perhaps most importantly, um, Shadow for her uh, disguisey magics. You can't say that. It's a sin for her to take credit for helping people. It's a sin for her to take credit. It, it is not a sin to give her credit. So with the sneaky, s- sneaky, sneaky cast cast and five uses of cure disease later, Leaf's mama, Chellis Goldthrush, has been cured of the mysterious disease that has been plaguing the Enclave of late. But in the final moments as Thawne went to leave the room and presumably swap places with the real Leaf, uh, she saw through his illusion and still being uh, less than amicable with his presence, and perhaps not quite in a stable mental state, she immediately began to cast a spell. Dawn ran out of the room towards the rest of the group as a great whirlwind began the roaring of wind and out from the doorway in her bedroom, a massive whirling cloud-like creature makes its way into the hallway. And I need initiative. That is not correct. I think uh, there was an extra plus 10 in there somehow. So that, oh. that should only be an 11. <laughs> okay. Still had that 10 loaded up from rolling. Uh, I think so. Yeah. All right. Oh, well, what did you get, Shadow? 26. 26, okay. Uh, Riley? Riley has an 18. 18, okay. Void. So let me roll for him right quick. And don't forget Zilla and Dimple. Ah, uh, yes. Zilla and Dimble. 
And Grey Malkin. You always forget to roll Grey Malkin into initiative. It's really upsetting. Oh, uh, Grey Malkin's out there with Box. He's outside. Oh, uh, how convenient. Our strongest fighter is preoccupied. And I need to add the enemy. Ah, uh, sounds tough. Adding? I never got the hang of it. Oh, good. Our greatest fighter is here. <laughs> Wonderful. going to be part of this fight. All right. So, Shadow, it is your turn first. Well, Shadow does not fight people that the uh, uh, Black Butterfly has not instructed her to. Um, and on top of that, she really doesn't have anything that will be effective against an air elemental um, at all anyhow. So she's basically going to look at Riley and be like, <clears throat> I do not think uh, reasoning with it is going to work so well if it is summoned by the woman is you're going to have to reason with her to put a stop to this or you're going to have to kill people. Them is your choices. You have Arcana, correct? Yep, I think. Make me an Arcana check. I should. I have to scroll. Yes, I do have Arcana. Twelve. Okay. I think you would know that summoned creatures don't actually die when they're quote-unquote killed. You're nitpicking now. <laughs> I'm not. Like, legit, they're, they're not even the true form of the creature that's summoned. You just leave her religion to me. Okay. I'm just saying. But regardless of that. So you're talking for your turn. Yep. It's its turn. Um, so <clears throat> uh, it advances toward you all. And it seems to be looking between only two of you. Leaf and Thawne, who both look like Leaf. <laughs> <laughs> And so it will step forward and has quite a bit of reach as two vortexes of clouds lash outward, one at each. So Leaf, ooh, that's that's a big. Um, that's a big. <laughs> a Thirty-five hit you. Nope. Mm, let me check. <laughs> Think so. All right. So you take 11 points of bludgeoning damage as it slams into you and the probably more devastating one. Ufa, that's definitely going to hit Thawne. Thawne takes 13 points of bludgeoning damage and is like summarily, like thematically speaking, he's practically knocked down. It's going to be Zilla's turn. Uh, she is going to attempt to approach it acrobatically. Therefore, not provoking attacks of opportunity. That's a really bad roll. What's your acrobatics? That's plus a lot, but not enough. Um, so the thing gets an AOO at her. It rolls a one. So <laughs> she still somehow cartwheels her way past um, and is going to make a touch attack, um, which I think will go touch AC is... 18 and she gets plus seven on top of 16. So yeah. Um, so she deals a D6 of cold damage to it. 
not much, but something. So she deals a whopping two cold damage to the elemental, uh, but unarmed. That's not awful. And it will be Riley's turn. Riley, you're unarmed. Yes. Wonderful. <laughs> Just how I like it. <laughs> Great. Step one. Uh, I think Riley, in his vast amount of knowledge at this point, would like to try to identify the creature. Uh, planes. I have that. <laughs> a little tiny bit of that. Okay, that's a 12. Uh, I think you would figure it's an air elemental, but you don't know much about them. And you've never seen one this big. Uh, great. Is it like medium sized or large size technically? Huge. Oh, it's huge. Wow. Yeah, it is filling the hallway like with its vortalness. Uh, okay. Then are there are we still accompanied by elven guards? Yes. Uh they just they aren't going yet. Okay. But yes, you are accompanied by elven guards. Who do seem a little more concerned with the living tornado in front of them. Yeah, at that's the moment. At least fair. the ones in the front. So um how close are the nearest of these elven guards to Riley? Uh literally right next to you. What weapons do they have in their hands? Uh, they have elven short swords and long swords. Ah, dual wielding. Do they have any sheathed weapons on their hips or backs? Uh, the um, the short swords are sheathed. Okay, so then what I think Riley's going to do is step one in response to Shadow's concerns. He's going to say, I think we get a free pass in the air elemental. Um, I don't think he has the wherewithal to know that this creature was necessarily summoned because he wasn't there for the spell casting. So, yeah, uh, definitely. I think we get a free pass on the air elemental. And then he's going to turn to the nearest elven guard and say, have you ever heard the expression that it's easier to ask for forgiveness than permission? And pull this dude's uh, short sword out of the sheath and then no, move towards the creature. Maneuver. <laughs> he's not going to attack you yeah that's uh, fine um, but, uh, CMB right yeah it's just going to be a straight CMB check for you I think okay uh, where's my CMB might be easier for you to take the one out of his hand you know what you're <laughs> you're not right but I can't imagine him actually leaving someone without a weapon in their hand so I'll use the yanking maneuver as soon as I can find my CMB. Uh, where are we? Uh, it's on the combat tab. Yeah, I Do I get to add my dex to this? Is that part of the rolling uh, for all the stuff we start with? We have the dexterous maneuvers. Or... I do not. So then, okay. So then it's just a base deck bonus roll for me. Let's do it. Uh, 14 on the die plus 9, 23. That will steal his blade. Yeah. Um, that arms you. Of course, that eats up um, standard. standard action. Yes. So then my move action, I how far away is the air elemental? Uh, it It is within reach of you, which puts 10 feet between you and its body. Okay. Uh, Zilla's also moved up. So, like, you could move up to it. There's still space in front of it. Is there, using Riley's full 30 feet of movement, is there a position he can get into that potentially sets up flanking? With uh, you would have to go through the creature to do oh, so. Do not want to do that in a huge-sized creature. <laughs> I do not trust my acrobatics that much. 
Although, no. Uh, so I think what he'll do is he'll begin skirting around the creature to potentially set up flanking maybe next round if someone wants to move, either him or anyone else. Like, no, like, seriously, if you want on the other side of this creature, you have to go through it. It is literally filled the hallway. Oh, it's filled the hallway. I see. Okay. All right. Then, yeah, I think he's just going to acrobatics his way adjacent to the creature. Okay. Uh, make your acrobatics check. I will. Uh, that's a 31. I believe that's plenty. I hope so. Assumed. <laughs> uh, Ooh. It is not. Lame. <laughs> All right. So it's going to get an AOO at you. Does it have combat reflexes? It take, took a shot at the pursuer. Oh, you're right. Let me check. You are right. It does. Yes. Okay. And it has that's a very fine. large dex. This is all fine. Um, I'll accept my fate and shut up now. <laughs> uh, 35. Yeah, that'll do it. It rolled high. I'm just saying. Yeah, no, it it's good. High. I'm, I'm, I'm willing. Let's go. <laughs> uh, 13 damage. Oh, okay. max and min. Gotcha. Uh, so you are structed. Yes. Um, I don't think it actually has any special immediate knockdown stuff. It does not seem so. So, yeah. Um, and you just, uh, you get up to it, but sustain some heavy buffeting from like things just getting hucked around within this wind and slamming into you. Uh, and you are adjacent. Uh, are you going to use amazing initiative or your cunning attack or anything like that? Oh, that is something I could do. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> I guess my turn wasn't taking long enough. So, yeah. Why don't we um, do a little looky look here? And I don't know if that would do anything. You know what? I will do amazing initiative at the cost of one mythic point so that I can take an extra standard action. And I'm going to do something janky with that standard action. Okay. What what jank be this? Uh. I don't know how much this is actually going to affect things. I'm hoping at least a little. So a uh, one of my swashbuckler tricks is superior feint. As a standard action, Riley can purposely miss an enemy and cause them to lose their dex mod to AC until his next turn. That would be an impressive difference. As a 29 yeah. dex. Denied its dexterity bonus to AC until the start of my next turn. Is there a check you have to make, or is this just an auto thing? It's an auto <laughs> thing, as far as I can tell. Yeah, or so it's a standard action. I miss, so I don't do any damage or anything like that. Um, I have to be using a light or one-handed piercing weapon, and when I do this, the creature's denied its dexterity bonus to AC until the start of my next turn. Yeah. <laughs> Get fucked, I guess. <laughs> All right, so um, it is flat-footed. God, it's flat-footed. It's so garbage. Um, Alright, so all of its all of its things are reduced by 10. It's just um, for AC. Not for to hits or anything. No, no, yeah. I mean, uh, well, it's AC and it's CMD are both reduced. So, um, that will make it Dimble's turn. Dimble? He's gonna pull out his book, which he doesn't really have to do, I don't guess, technically. Uh, and he will um, cast a spell 
He's and this uh, summoned monster is going to have to make a will save. That's an 18. Um, <clears throat> so he casts a spell. It does nothing. That's his turn. Void goes. Void going to put himself between the creature and Shadow. And he's going to pop off at it. And it's current fucking AC. Touch AC is like 8. So he's going to hit it. 15 damage. Plus 1. Leaf, it's your turn. Uh, so I, I'm very obviously in this thing's reach. Uh, does it look like a 5 foot step would get me like out of that area of influence for this creature? A five foot step would not, but you could move out of its reach. Okay, well, uh, I will five foot step as as far as I can away from it. Uh, okay. Because then I would like the rest of my turn to be dedicated to spontaneously converting a fifth level slot to summon nature's ally. And you know what they say about air? You have to fight air with air. And so I would like to summon a large air elemental to wrestle them. Okay. Well, that's going to pop out on your next turn, and it's going to take a swing at you. That's going to hit. So I need you to make me a concentration check. Wherever this heckin' thing is. Uh, yeah, 32. Yeah, that'll pass. Um, but you do take 12 damage. Okay. Uh, and I, yeah, 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 okay, let me, let me fix that. There we go. Okay. And that'll uh, do it. But you do keep your spell, and that takes us down to the elves. Um, one of them, or we're just going to say two of them are trying to get to the creature. Uh, both of them will take AOOs. One of them takes a pretty hefty hit, but does not go down, and uh, they will make it. They will both make attacks. Uh, those will both hit, especially in the current state, and only one of them actually gets through on damage. Then uh, the rest of them kind of move up a bit. They're getting closer. Helldale doesn't have a weapon uh, to speak of at the moment. Bo or box. Uh, Leaf, you would of course know that he has a weapon, he just doesn't have it with him. Um, yeah. Shadow, it's your turn. Doing anything? Does this creature have a shadow? Uh, I would assume yes. Well, I didn't know being made of air. It's like cloudy and poofy, so I imagine it has a shadow. Shadow anchor. Uh, we'll save, right? Yes. That's a nat 20. As an immediate action, there's another copy of me now. All right. So there are now two of you. And you both look a little gray. Now is the elemental's turn. Okay. Yeah, so uh, this thing sort of like the it's like arm like protrusions wrap into it. And the sort of almost wicked looking face that was crackling uh, across the front begins to twist and distort 
as the wind within the hallway becomes stronger and stronger. All of those within 10 feet of the creature need to make me reflex saves. That'll be Zilla, the two elves, um, Thawne, and Riley. Yes. I'm going to go ahead and add charm life to this roll. Okay. Uh, one of them pass. I got a very dexy 27. All right, so you succeed. All right, so you remain on your feet and you will take half damage. Okay, so the elf that took the full damage, he was flung up into the air and slammed against the wall. The rest of you take four damage, which is half, uh, and keep your footing uh, as the as this whirling vortex uh, takes place. Um, and like just the deafening roar of the wind grows more intense. It's like there's a tornado inside. And that's going to make it Zilla's turn. Zilla is going to... Um, she's going to just try and hit. And it's until your turn, right? That the thing is affected? Yeah, start of my turn. Okay, so yeah. I don't think she can miss unless she rolls a one. So uh, she'll hit for a max of her, her maximum six um, cold damage. And it will become Riley's turn. Great. Let's get crazy. Let's do more crazy bullshit. So I think... So Riley's like fighting side by side with the pursuer at this point against a stair mm-hmm. elemental. Yeah. So she's um, just like, you see like mist g- g- come around her hands as she just jams her fucking hands into this thing. Yeah. So I, I think first things first, he's going to twirl the short sword around, get into a nice reverse grip and then repeat the superior feint from prior. Just like get up okay. in this thing's quote unquote face and throw it off. But then as soon as he regains his footing, he's going to surge to do a sudden strike. Okay. God, that's fucking... (laughs) So I get this with advantage, and I rolled a three and a two, uh, which means that my actual two hits is, uh, I think, a 12. (laughs) That is exactly what you need to hit it when it's flat-footed. Oh, that's crazy. Cool. Uh, Then... It's got very good AC and you just like negate it. So yeah, get fucked. Uh, all right. So using a short sword, I get the one D six and I don't get my decks. Don't get my level still getting power attack and I don't get any of that other fa- fancy stuff. So I think that's only 20, not 24 damage. No, uh, 15 damage. All right. And you ignore, um, DR. DR, correct? Yeah, okay. Die 15. And then Wabamba. I seriously thought y'all would have killed this thing already. Um, <laughs> I don't have my massive damage anymore. <laughs> uh, Dimble's turn. He's going to cast a spell again. Let's see if this thing passes again. That is a much worse roll. It fails. So... Um, let me check the spell right quick. So, uh, he cast the spell, and since it's as if he had summoned it now, it will immediately cease, um, it'll do an action and immediately cease its vortex. 
Um, <clears throat> and uh, that that'll I'll say that'll be all he can do for now. Uh, Void is gonna papow it for 16, 17. You definitely see like the cloud bits of this thing starting to look more tattered and and like less substantial uh, as this thing is blasted with negative energy again. And Gimbal's like, I've got control of it um, as uh, we move on to Leaf. It's your turn. No, I, I wasn't muted. I was going to make fun of you whenever your robot voice was happening and my voice mod app isn't working. So <laughs> I had to go back. <laughs> um, so I, I think my air elemental finally uh, rears its head. It's, yes, it's quite a bit smaller than the other one. Um, but I, I, I mean, I, I think... Uh, after Dimble screeches, you know, oh, I've got control of it. Um, he'll just command the the air elemental that, uh, you know, if if that thing, uh, if if Dimble loses control, uh, try and hold the elemental down, and then he will march into his mother's room, I guess. And uh, <laughs> mom, you're embarrassing me in front of my friends. Okay. Uh, Since it is now considered an ally, you can move through its space. Yeah. So he's, so he's going to mosey you, on over. You march. You march in. And, and this time, like you see her, she doesn't. She doesn't like recede or anything when you come in. She's like, no, no more lies. Um, but it's not her turn. So, um, but you do see that around the room, the vines and the thorns are back. She has cast. Uh, entangle and acid, uh, acid nettles. I think the spell is called. Okay. Uh, there is a spell. So r riddle me this: Would this spell be effective against the effects that she has filled her room with? Yeah, that spell will work as a counter spell. Okay, so then uh, he, he's, you know, just just steps in the room and, uh, you know, it's, <laughs> she, she's having this, this like, you know, freak out, this, you know, enraged, I guess, uh, anxiety attack. And, uh, you know, he, he takes his first step in there and uh, the, the vines go to reach and, and constrict him. And he just kind of like cast his hand to the side and it's it's like all of the writhing vegetation in the room gets shoved all the way back into like the the wall or like the furthest surface from them that it can be shoved and it's like pinned there and um he he you know he he's got that that like vein in his forehead like you know this has gotten out of hand uh the, the stern look but then he he just kind of like breaks for a moment and and i, I guess breaks into like a jog or something uh, and, and just goes over to his mom and he goes to hug her, I guess. Okay, so you run up. And at first, at the very least, uh, she struggles against you. I'm going to have her make a wisdom check, which is not real great right now. So yeah, she'll struggle against you and be like, No, liar, get out of here. 
and, and, and she's pushing against you. Yeah, um, I mean... Uh, go ahead and make me... Well, you had to move. Okay, I'll I'll say if you want to try and grapple her next turn, you can. Okay. But she's pushed you away. That's fair. So, Shadow, it's your turn. You can hear shouting coming from within the room as the winds have calmed a little uh, due to the uh, violent uh, whirling ha has subsided. Yeah, Dimble said he had control of it. I think I just want to look at Lee's father and be like, might I humbly suggest that you go try to calm and comfort your wife and put an end to this? Yes, but it's not my turn yet. Well, by all means, take mine. I can't. <laughs> it's not how it works. But yes, upon his turn, which is after the elementals, uh, after his wife's, uh, he will. He He's between his wife's turn and Dimple's turn, so that's why he hasn't gone yet. Um, But is that all you're doing with your turn? Is telling him to stop being a shitty husband? Yeah, basically. Okay. So, she's got the elemental... This thing, as far as she's concerned, elemental are people. Yeah. So, is the elemental's turn... Um... She, I'm gonna have her make a check because she has to spend an action to try and get it back for herself. She, yeah, she's not thinking about that. She's worried about the, 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 the liar in front of her. So, um, Dimble's going to have the uh, elemental uh, move backwards um, and exit the building through a small window. Uh, and, and like send it as far away as possible within the round that he has, being it being it on that thing's turn. Uh, then Zilla, she's going to uh, kind of like follow up on it and keep an eye on it. Uh, Riley, it's your turn. It has moved away from you. I guess you could make an AOO if you want, but it was stated that it was under control. Uh, yeah, I guess although Riley has some insight into arcane workings. He probably doesn't know enough to, like, what if that were us off or something, how dangerous this is actually. So he's going to take Dimple's word for it. And I think he's also just going to, like, take point, I guess, by the window that the elemental leaves by. So that if it, like, tries to come back, he can at least slash it as it comes through the window or something. Okay. Uh, Dimble will also move up as close as he can uh, within his round to the window to keep an eye on it. Void will kind of go up to the corner of the room and, like, be peeking in. Uh, oh, shit, I forgot. It. Um, Helldale goes in first um, before Riley goes and does his thing. Helldale goes in, uh, but she seems quite... Um, she doesn't seem to trust that anybody is who they are at the moment, um, and her checks are not doing very well. Um, so she, she seems to be in an exacerbated sort of like paranoid state. Uh, uh, Leaf, it is your turn again. Your mother is still, uh, fighting against you. She's doing everything she can to hinder, uh, hinder you in terms of like actually touching her and, and coming close to her. Um, I think... 
I, I mean, I, I guess he's going to do the, the grapple thing, but like while he's doing that, what I, he would like to do is, um, you know, like thinking back to his childhood, if there is like a, anything like personal moments or something that they shared, like like a lullaby or something, she used to sing them all the time. And uh, he, he's going to, you know, try and I, I guess sing that and see, you know, like, see, mom, it's me. And uh, all, all mm-hmm. while, I, I guess, trying to keep her from freaking out. Make me a grapple check with a minus two for her interference. And okay. uh, so here's here's the CMB and just subtract two from that. Uh, 22 total. That'll work. You'll get her. Um, <clears throat> and uh, make me a perform check. Yeah, <laughs> just leaf beater of old ladies. Um. Let me just hit you with that uh, net 20. Net 20. (laughs) So uh, I'll give her I'll give her another save with a big bonus. And that's actually a good roll. Uh, So uh, she like you you grab her and you start uh, singing this lullaby as your father kind of like hustles into the room. Uh, and, and she's sort of like, she's still fighting against you at first, but then like, as it sinks in, she like, she slowly like just clambers down and, and starts sobbing. And he'll just quietly say, you know, mom, I, I know you're not yourself right now, but I am your son and I am here. And she, she's just crying and he's like, he lied. He took your face and he came in and he was pretending to be you I asked him to it was the only way we could help you get better but now you are she's like no no not that face I like uh, Helldale is kind of just stopped halfway across the room and it has been a very very long time but he looks kind of ashamed. Like, the, this is an argument that hasn't come up in like 40, 50 years almost. Yeah, I, I think he, Leaf probably just says, You can blame Helldale for what he did, but you should not blame Thon for being the product of that. He's here to help, and he did exactly that. She looks up at Helldale and like you're kind of got her grappled, but you can kind of see the look on her face. And it is just it is filled with like a very disturbing sort of malice. Um that you never really knew your mother to have beyond like the normal uh bounds of the you know how the elves treat people in general here. But there's just, there's a very deep down, very unfiltered through her current state, uh, like just daggers pointed at Helldale and she's like, you should have killed him. And if he had, you would still be unwell. This sickness might have killed you. Or it may have never come as she starts crying again. Helldale just looks very, Helldale looks very hurt. Something that you're not used to seeing either you should be thanking him but that's 
I understand the difficulties you might have given our histories. So for now, I think you should rest. She kind of just like nods and kind of pushes you away and and is just like, get out both of you. Then, yeah, he, he, he gets up and, uh, you know, I, I guess just tries to take in the image of his, his mother as, as uh, he walks out of the room. There's definitely like a bitter tension between her and Heldell right now. You imagine she's, of course, not in a great mental state because of the disease. Uh, but you also feel like these are things that are in some way still a very large part of her deep down. It's not just some madness or something. Maybe something that she never really let show publicly, at least, but as was definitely there. Yeah. I, I think Lethal, you know, as, as he's walking out, he'll turn to his father and say, you should thank Thawne for saving your wife. He might be the best mistake you've ever made. He turns and walks with you out of the room. And just like once you round the corner outside the door, he uh, he grabs you by the shoulders and uh, he looks you in the eyes and he tells you, I didn't regret his existence. And thank you. And he'll head over to Thon and kind of like help him up because he was kind of battered around a bit. And he'll speak with him quietly off to the side. At this point, things are starting to calm down. The Aram Elemental will dissipate shortly. Um, Dimble, uh, Dimble sits down and just heaves a big old sigh. Those of you at the, at the window see the clouds whirling among the trees sort of just dissipate as the air elemental uh, ceases to be. Riley gives the pursuer and Dimble the singular nod, like good hustle. <laughs> Y'all done good. Yeah, we're lucky it was summoned and not called. Well, it would have only taken us longer, but I'm sure we would have won in the end. It's a peculiar kind of luck we have. Definitely worse situations could have been had. I think. Yes. It could have been a fire of, elemental. <laughs> speaking of Leaf, how is everything faring on your side of this whole thing? Thon uh, is very good at what he does, and uh, I believe him to be successful, which is a start. Because if we can cure one, we can cure them all, given time. It is good news. But. Uh, we're we're certainly not short on problems. And not all of them are powerful green tenders. <laughs> that's that's also very fair. <laughs> not all of them are going to try and murder you with semi-sentient oxygen. <laughs> uh I think being a little bit further back, uh Shadow and Void would notice that the door uh vines start to creep out from around it and it seals itself while uh while the others are kind of over off a bit talking. Like, Shadow is not sure what to do in this situation. 
her training as a priestess, she's supposed to sit with and comfort the sick, but these people do not want her present, you know. Right. So she can be of no comfort to them. So she's just going to sit in the corner and pray until they send her somewhere else. And there are still a good number of guards uh, around. Uh, the one who was knocked out is being tended to uh, and carried off. Um, he's not dead. He's just down. Um, Speaking of, Riley has a weapon to return. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the one that you took his weapon, he, he like walks up on you pretty quick and is like, that's mine. Yes, Riley nods, gives the uh, the short sword a nice twirling around his uh, fingers because I guess it's interesting to hold a weapon of a different weight and wield than his usual rapier. But he returns the weapon. Um, he, handle, he hands it over like hilt first, all proper like. And he says, you know, if you ever want a few pointers, uh, you can always ask me. I should be here for some time. <laughs> Arrogant. And he'll put his sword away. <laughs> Riley shrugs. Sorry, right, they walk away. They don't really do humor. Oh, I was being serious. I wasn't even joking. I'm sure he could learn a thing or two from me. <laughs> <laughs> and Riley laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> and I, I think that as things are kind of moving along, he he might even notice like <laughs> that Shadow has resigned herself into the corner to quietly pray. And I think he doesn't want to interrupt her if she's obviously praying, but I do think that he wants to at least like close the party in. So he he's probably move our little gathering a little bit closer to her side of the room, just so that the group is together. As you'll pass, uh, heading back over to group back up. Uh, of course, Void is kneeling down and and praying with uh, with Shadow. Um, Leaf at this point, you'd notice that the doorway to your mother's room is uh, encased over with vines and roots which I mean that's not even like weird like that's how you close doors in this place but, <laughs> like, <laughs> that's how I do it in real life hey, it's like a good old uh, druid lock just, just meld the whole damn thing yep the key is a machete um, <laughs> here's leafy <laughs> but um Heldale will finish up his um little kind of off to the side chat with Thon and he turns to the uh guards and begins speaking with them and all but a couple of them leave <clears throat> uh he then turns to you and says so long as you remain on these within this tree you're welcome to stay and make use of the amenities and food that we have I'd like to thank you for your aid in helping my wife. He was saying that to the group? Yes. Okay. <laughs> does does that include uh I, I guess the the grove behind the house? So long as they're accompanied, I suppose. And he he nods to the two guards. Yeah. Then I, I think uh you know, maybe Leaf perks up a little bit at that and uh he, he, I, th I think for the first time in decades, he, he looks at his father and he says, thank you. And then I, I guess he, he turns to the, the general, like, somber nature of the group. And uh, he says, uh, would you like to see my old room? 
I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I guess he, he takes everyone who shows any interest, uh, you know, over. And, you know, as, as they're walking, he says, uh, there are a lot of things that um, are wrong with this enclave, but there are uh, bright spots to the thing on occasion uh and you know he he's just like going over and may, maybe he even like stops by where where like the equivalent of like a pantry or something and he says well for one the food is amazingly fresh and delicious and uh you know look we've got fresh water running straight through the house like oh that's a secret that i i never learned and then you know he's just he's like back in like full-blown leaf mode and he's you know uh this is some uh, offshoot of, of tumbleweed that we used to kick around as children. And, you know, <laughs> just uh, <laughs> the plants don't mind because it helps disperse their seeds. Well, then, maybe we could play some tumble kicks later. Yes, uh, I think I would like that. Uh, oh, but most of all, uh, I, I think I should introduce you to Box's mother. <laughs> <laughs> Like, Riley's just wrapped up in whimsy and he's going along for the ride. Uh, he's totally into this. Is Shadow joining along? No, Shadow is in prayer. Okay. Shadow is trying to figure out what to do about this situation because these people will not let her do her job. So one of the two guards will stay with Void and Shadow while the other accompanies uh, uh, Riley and... Gimbal or Dimble, and I'm gonna roll a die for Zilla to see who she goes with. <laughs> Dimble's name was specifically engineered to be annoying to pronounce. <laughs> you monster. Well, I always forget if it's G or D. All right, she's gonna go, she's gonna stick around uh, with uh, Shadow and Void. So the three of you are just like camped out in the hallway pray or well you and void are praying and Zilla's kind of just hanging out um being your local air conditioner um <laughs> and uh dimble and riley uh you go with uh fuck it leaf you go with leaf outside <laughs> <laughs> His name's um, super hard to remember. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> so before we go to that, Shadow, make me a wisdom check. Wisdom check. Um, how about a two? How about a two? <laughs> she is a priestess. There are people here suffering. She has been trained to sit with the suffering and not necessarily nurse. She doesn't have medical experience, but you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. The comfort. That is what her, that is what her role is. That is what her job is. That is what she's supposed to be doing. And she can't, and she doesn't know how to rectify this. She, she is being forced to neglect her priestly duties. Oh, uh, Helldale and Thawne are actually still nearby. So if you you don't seem to come to a great conclusion on your own uh, through your prayer, um, but you feel like maybe you could ask them if there's anything you could do. As, of course, Thawne is not a part of the Enclave, and Helldale seems a bit inured to you at the moment. 
Well, then she will eventually stand up and walk over to where this elf that seems to be in charge of everything is standing. But I think she's already figured out that that uh, she is ex- she's extremely disliked. So she's going to walk up and just kind of look at him and not say anything until he speaks first. So, like, you walk up and, and Thon's like, uh, I'll thank you again for the help. I know I messed it up near the end, but... And a Helldale turn. And there's a little less of the just overbearing condescension, like, in his gaze than there was before. But he does still have a very, like, strict-looking face and still a bit overbearing. But Thon, at the very least, uh, addresses you. It was not uh, your mistake. Some people can just see through illusions better than others. I suppose that's true, but I could have been more careful about exposing her to the illusion. I'm afraid I caused quite a bit of trouble. All this matters is she is better. Yes. And that's uh, Helldale. Um, he kind of like closes his eyes and nods and affirms that statement. It's like, I'd like to thank you for your part in this as well. I didn't need things. That is not what my order is about. And it is obvious you love your wife. If she is able to stay with you now, that is that is what is important. We've seen with the one who was healed before that his faculties returned over time, and I hope my wife's will as well. Unfortunately, there are other issues at hand. I will continue to pray for her. And I know you do not like me. You are not forced to like me. But I am priestess. I can try to be of use. In what way? It is my job to comfort people, to listen to people, to help them through life struggles, to nurse them when they are sick things of this nature. I am not afraid of exposure to whatever this is. If it is uh, the will of my goddess that I should suffer, then I shall suffer. If it is not her will, then I shall not. He seems to contemplate it quite heavily for a few moments. He will motion to the one guard that's standing nearby. Uh, He'll approach and he'll give him a couple of commands and Elvin, which you understand is basically to go get somebody else go get another person Um, uh, after a few minutes, which he will return. Um, But before that time, Haldale will uh, say, I will consider it. I know it may not mean nothing to you, but I have two fathers that are elves. And while you do not look much like Atto because he is winter elf um, or snow elf, I do not know right way. But you remind me of Ada. Um, I do not want to see your people be sick and suffer. Then you are a rarity. Other people want to hurt you? Other people, many out there, have no respect for the land the way our people do. Nor do they respect our protection of it. Why do people want to hurt the land? I do not know the land, but I know Box, and he is very nice, and I would not want him to be hurt. Box is a spirit of this forest. 
These lands are not meant to be soiled by those who would use them purely to their own ends. He got hurt while we were in the shadow plane, and now he has a little bit of shadow stuff in him, too. I've noticed a strange change with him, but the forest seems to welcome him home. So I suppose it is not all bad. Is it just this forest you want kept safe, or is it all the forests? All the land. This world was not meant to be wrecked and built upon, torn asunder just to be built up in stone and death. I can understand that, I think. There are these beautiful mushroom forests where I come from, and I would not want to see them go away. I suppose you have some respect that few others outside these woods recognize. Well, I am Kaal. We are part of the the shine shadow stuff that makes our land. We are made of same stuff. I know little of the land of darkness. It's not of great importance to me. It is a scary place and it's not for everybody. But if you are born somewhere and it is part of you, then you cannot help but love it. A sentiment I can understand. I do not know how to make your land better. I do not know how to cure your people like the dawn does. But I do know how to hold somebody's hand while they are suffering. Yeah, well, when another god comes, you may accompany them to the chambers. And if they will have it, you may comfort. And the priest, may he go to? Thon? No, Void. He is priest too. We are two of the seven high priests and priestess of the Black Butterfly. That is what our words mean. He he casts slightly narrower gaze at Void. Uh, and he looks at you, trying to discern. Kind of sets his sets his jaw and just gives a short nod. Thank you. If you have any questions about that practices, I shall be happy to answer to put your mind at rest. I have little care for. Your deities. But perhaps. Well, I am not trying to convert you, sir. It is just sometimes when people's cultural upbringings are different, there are things they do not understand about each other. We'll see how things pan out. For now, Thawne, I believe, will need rest before he can go about helping any further. Yes, and I would advise that as soon as it is possible that uh, maybe you should get some food into your wife if there is a way, as now that she is well, she might be able to stomach it better, and she seemed a little frail. I'll see what I can do, but I do not think she wishes to speak with me. I will get my daughters to come speak with her. That may be well. Mothers and daughters, they tend to have a certain rapport. They certainly take after their mother quite a bit. Well, given how much you love your wife, I suppose that means you love your daughters just as well. I love all of my children. Yeah, he kind of like casts, like almost looks back at Thon, but like doesn't finish doing it. Then that only proves you are a good man. Leaf would think different. Sometimes it is hard to 
understand when people love us. Sometimes my brother does things that he does out of love that I do not like, and it makes me angry, but it does not change that he loves me. I shall commune with your group soon. For now, I should go find my daughters and spread the word that you're allowed access to the chambers. Thank you. If you get a minute, will you tell the land that I am happy to meet it? That is not my ability. Though I'm sure Leaf would be able to do so for you. He has come a long way as a green tender since his leaving, it would seem. He is very smart, man. Don, you should get some rest. And he turns to you, nods, turns to Void, nods, kind of just looks at Zilla and then turns and walks away. Come, Void, we are soon to have an escort so we can care for the eel. Zilla, like, speaks up in in shame. She's just like, well, fuck you, too. You are not the priestess. He didn't nod at me. No, she was like fuck you uh, at Helldale. I do not think he has ever seen Shay before. Perhaps it is best if you stick close to uh, Riot and Leaf while Void and are tending to the patients. Fine, fine. Uh, I suppose I'll go downstairs then. And she'll start wandering down and one of the guards goes with her. Thawne will like come up and actually like shake your hand and, and grasp it and be like, Thank you again. I think I'll get something to eat and head to bed myself. This is good. You cannot help anybody if you are not well rested. It has been a long few days. And uh, I can't say I'm probably going to feel all that well in the morning. (laughs) Yeah, maybe there's a little bit of magic that can help you too. Oh, I can cure myself up. Uh, I've still got some of those left. But... I'm out of disease-curing magics for the day. I will do my best to make sure the people are comfortable until you can help them. Thank you very much. May all the gods watch you on your path. I only need but one. He just sort of, like, smiles and nods. Uh, Pats, like, the back... Like, with his other hand, pats the back of your hand before he, he lets go and begins heading downstairs. So are you and Void going to head to the chambers? Yes. Like, she will basically quarantine herself with the sick until they are not sick. All right. Um, go ahead and make me a fortitude save. We'll just do one. Come here, dice. Do not fail me. The 21. Okay. So... Um, you go down there, uh, you suffer a lot of resistance, but there are some people who are so out of it that you're able to kind of, they don't even realize you're not an elf, like. Right. And I figured Void would have better luck with the resistant ones, given his abilities. Yeah, he he's very, uh, convincing. So, it's not something you can do to a extreme degree, but there's little places where you can help and feel like you're helping. And we'll bounce back over to the other group. Uh, Just as you're about to head outside, after uh, showing off your room and such, uh, Zilla will uh, wander down with 
one of the guards and walk up and join the rest of you. Welcome. Mm, Pursuer, you have to try some of these lemon pepper mini muffins. They're, they're so good. <laughs> he just has like a basket of them and he holds one out. She's just, she's just like, what did you call me? <laughs> he pauses and blinks and slowly raises one of the mini muffins like up to her lips. <laughs> there is only like, muffins now. <laughs> She she grabs your wrist and it feels very, very uncomfortably cold and just pulls your hand away from her face. And Riley slowly moves the muffin to his own lips and eats it instead. And then continues on his way, never answering her question. <laughs> so she seems a bit huffy. Um, yeah, what's her deal? <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I'm a noble. I don't deserve this shit. But you you were taking them out to go see uh, the mother tree? Yes. And I guess check on Box, really. So if he didn't hear like an actual hurricane going off, we need to have a talk. <laughs> uh, he heard it. Like, if you ask him if he heard it, he yeah, I heard it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, I, I don't know. Like, is, is he still just sitting by the tree? Yeah. Okay. And, uh... Still still telling tales. Yeah. And so, uh, I, I just think that as he's walking up, he says, uh, now, it, it might not look it since he's gotten quite a bit bigger since the day I found him, uh, but this is the tree that Box was grown from, and, uh, it looks like they're spending a little time catching up after all of these years. Riley looks on in whimsical amazement and continues popping lemon pepper mini muffins. Yeah. And, you know, uh, just doing his best not to, like, interrupt whatever interactions that Box himself has going on, but he's, he's basically just going to give him, like, a little tour of, of the, the little tranquil grove that we've got here. And, uh, you know, there, there's, like, a bunch of little details because he, he spent so much time, like, wandering out in the grove. And so I, I think he's he's maybe going over, you know, some of the smaller little, like, intricate details that somebody who's only, you know, yay high for a while, uh, you know, could, could have noticed and uh, checking to see if they're still there and, like, how well things are tended. And, you know, there there's, like... Where, where a bunch of the trunks on this this large tree meets, there's like this little divot that, that's just this crystal clear water and there's moss and there's like this whole culture of like bugs and stuff that are just like marching back and forth. And uh, he says, you know, I, I used to spend so much time out here just uh, watching nature move in its little motions and patterns. And... Uh, I, I thought I, I had a, a name for practically every one of these little creatures. <sighs> well, Leaf, it's all very impressive. I'm almost a bit jealous that you got to grow up in these sorts of surroundings. Well, uh, that's that's the interesting thing, though, is um, you, you get quite a bit of familiarity treading the same ground, but you don't really get in tune with nature until you've traveled it. And uh, while I, I won't downplay just how much Box means to me, uh, 
I, I will say that I, I think leaving this place was the best thing I've ever done. Kind of sounds like understanding people in general. You know, you don't really understand people until you've traveled and seen different groups and different cultures. Well, I, I don't even think I, I understand people to this very day, but I do know they need help on occasion. And uh, seeing you all come to my and my family's aid, uh, I appreciate it very much. Any time, Leif. You don't even need to ask. And he holds up a little mini muffin. <laughs> and I, I think he, he'll just like pry, you know, a, a pinch of the uh, the muffin off and place it next to one of the little bug trails on, on this ancient tree and then pop the rest into his mouth and, you know, just violently nosh this muffin while, while just observing nature and... Uh, says maybe we might see some of those um you know i I guess like glow sprites uh moving through the trees although uh you know i i'm I'm not sure if they're still about in town with things in the condition that they are well let's wait and find out Uh, at least for a little bit uh it didn't look like the uh, accommodations uh at, at the opening into town were very um accommodating I, I don't imagine uh, it, you all need much of anything I, I know you you raided our muffin stock but <laughs> that, uh, is, is everyone else situa- situated were, were you all treated right I mean it could could it be better yes have I existed in similar circumstances before sure Shadow was rather displeased with the whole situation, though. Uh, I, I noticed she didn't tag along. Uh, I, this was one of the things I was really hoping to show her. Is well, it's still time. Upset. You can probably show her later. Uh, it's Scylla. <clears throat> She's sitting with sick people now. She got permission from your father. Oh. Well, th- that's a step in the right direction. 20 years ago, I, I would have never even entertained the thought that he would uh, open up in such a way. Although, uh, him making this progress, uh, I'm still worried about the other leaders in the Enclave, as uh, it seems there might be some friction in town in that regard as well. Yeah, there was fighting at the gate when they came to get us. Hmm. Not like you know, swords out, but... In arguments about our positions here and our involvement in affairs. Uh, I think that may be one of the many sicknesses we'll be addressing on our visit here. <sighs> one step at a time. Make me a perception. Everyone? No, Leaf, sorry. Oh, okay, I hate rolling dice anyways. That's fine. Well, Leaf's the only one who could pick it up. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... You hear something from the forest itself, sort of radiating through the ground and through the trees. It almost sounds like a roar, like of a wounded animal. Oh. Nobody else seems to notice it. Uh, is, is there like a, a bearing? And it just reverberates through everything. It's not something you find familiar. But um, you would notice... Um, 
probably like out in the street or across the street or something because there's an opening to the grove. Um, you would notice a couple of other like younger green tenders like kind of up and start looking around and uh, start chatting nervously before running off. Uh, can can he like flag them down? Uh, you can try, yeah. Like, oi, prick in, in Elvish. <laughs> <laughs> how do you say oi, prick in Elvin? Um, Avada Kedavra, that's how. It's canon oh. now. We got it. Great. Good. Ah, Avada Kedavra. You, you flag some time. Yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, give me a diplomacy because they don't want to approach the human and the sh- gnome and the shadow creature. The filthy Hume. Yeah. Uh, that's a 23. I thought for a second that you were all the D6, since my D6 is stuck up on the fucking... <laughs> uh, yeah, you're able to convince them to, uh, to come over. Uh, and a quick, uh, a quick questioning. While they don't understand a, a lot, they, they seem to be under the impression that the, uh, the heart of the forest is screaming again. Show me. I guess they just kind of like look at each other and like you didn't hear it saying lead me to it and they look at each other and just kind of like shake their heads what they, I mean I, I, I was assuming since they were they were running off somewhere that there oh, was they, like no they were heading off to um tell a, a like a older green tender most likely gotcha okay um hmm then I I think uh he he's gonna retreat back to the to the backyard and um, commune with nature okay. with my my last mythic point for the day. Okay. And like I, I I'll link the spell, but you know I don't I don't know if he's just like you know oi trees <laughs> tell me what's what's wrong with you and you know that's that's what Sylvan sounds like. So uh, you sit. Uh, somewhere in the grove to commune and cast the spell over the course of 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it, it, like he totally just cut like Riley off in the middle of like whatever it is that we were talking about. And uh, he, he says, hold, hold on, I think something's wrong. I'm, I'm going to uh, try something. And then, you know. Yeah, that's fine. Riley's also going to commune, but with muffins for a while. <laughs> it's great. Muffins. The muffins say carbs. Um, mm. <laughs> I'm going to go straight to your thighs. <laughs> <laughs> so you commune with nature uh, while the others mill about waiting for you. Um, and as far as you can tell, for the most part, everything is fine. There is something, though below below the enclave uh below uh the tender's grove which is uh a very large tree that is made of well over a dozen excuse me a dozen trees that have naturally and uh with the help of druidic magics well molded themselves together into a great sort of enclosed grove uh there's something deep beneath there that um, is stirring 
um, which if you recall, uh, they told you that the, the heartwood um, was waking when it wasn't supposed to. Well, you said it feels wrong? Uh, it doesn't necessarily feel wrong, wrong, like it's unnatural. It just, uh, they said that it was not time for it. And... Right, like you find out your girlfriend's two weeks pregnant, but the baby's already kicking. Like, huh, that's weird. Yeah. So, something along those lines. Um, and and it's deep below this, um, the, the Tender's Grove, which is where, like, all the, um, effectively, like, the holy ceremonies are done and stuff. <clears throat> Uh, and I, I take it there's there's got to be like a council or something that's in in charge of like who gets to access that area and all of that. I mean, as far as the grove itself, everyone who would normally be allowed uh, within has access to it. There are probably secrets to it that um that may be reserved for higher ranking green tenders or the the elders. Or, or things like that. It's not something you ever actually learned about because you left the green tending while you were so young. Hmm. Okay. Then um, I I think he, he just kind of breaks out of that, that like communion and uh, says, well, <clears throat> we, we've made progress today. We uh, have a greater understanding of the disease. And now, after having spoke with the wood, uh, I, I think I might have an idea of where to look with uh, as, as to investigate uh, this disturbance in the heart of the very woods. If you feel confident on that, the sooner we can move to do so, the better. I, I think I might have to uh, discuss allowing access uh, to some of the restricted areas beneath the sacred grove. Uh, I'm uncertain if they'll let uh, any of us in, let alone more more than uh, myself, but uh, it, it does feel like there's something strange going on down there. If you're going to ask for permission to do this, then especially if we're expecting opposition, it might be worthwhile to also ask for permission to wield our weapons if we're going to investigate this. I, I think I should speak with my father then. And, and then, like, I, I guess, uh, as, as he says that, he uh, starts, like, you know, tosses a glance back to, to box in the tree in this, this quaint little grove. And uh, he, I, I think he just starts, like, drifting back towards the house. Flashing back to the chambers, which is, um, to expand on the chambers a little bit, they're kind of underground, like they're under a big tree, and like the roots have been woven down as support columns and, and to act as dividing walls and stuff like that. Um, so you're down here in the chamber's shadow, and make me a perception check. So, a 26. With a 26, you notice that um, for a brief moment, about five seconds, um, the person you're sitting with seems to be extremely uncomfortable, uh, more so than outside of 
outside of this five seconds. But you also notice whimpers and uh, groans and signs of distress from throughout the chambers. It all seems to happen simultaneously. And you also see, you notice rather that a few uh, purple spots that weren't on, or like these dark purplish black spots weren't on the person before, uh, have, have suddenly just appeared during these five seconds. Are there other people of the community in here tending these folks? Uh, only other people who are infected. The people that haven't quite gotten as bad yet. She will ask one of them if this is normal progression for the illness. Not sure what it is. We all feel it at the same time, it seems. But this is... You, you have seen this before. Uh, he nods. But you do not know where it comes from, what causes it. He shakes his head. Hmm. Well, I guess there's nothing to be done but try to get everybody calmed back down. And he'll, like, shuffle away from you. Um, before, uh, tending to someone else. Um, the void wanders over to you, and it's just like, did you notice anything strange a couple of minutes ago? Yes, the el the elven man, he says, um, that it defects all of them all at once when it happens. And this one had, uh, the purple spots appear on him. It is, um, maybe, maybe magical in nature. Perhaps. Or maybe they're connected in some other way. Well, they are a part of this land, so maybe the land is sick. That's possible. But I am not, um, I am not cleric or I am not physician. So all I can do is try to be of comfort and let that worry fall to somebody else. No, we can only hope that Leaf and Thawne can figure out what's going on and get us some help down here. The only other person I would not ask would be Freedom, but I do not have way to contact him. Yes, he's on the other side of the world. I am aware. Let's make the best of what we have. And he'll squeeze your hand before heading back to the person who had accepted his aid. I imagine she is moving around the bedsides of any that will allow it or two out of it to object and trying to keep like their foreheads bathed and their blankets tucked and you know right just little stuff I think there's one of them that you can tell is extremely bad off like their breathing is very shallow and well she will spend she will spend most of her time within though she does not believe anybody should be alone when they pass so, Leaf, you wander back towards your house. Uh, he's looking for his father. So you head inside looking for your father. Uh, you took 10 minutes to commune. Uh, Riley, you going with me? Yeah, if Leaf wants the moral support of Riley hanging out in the backgrounds, then sure. I think he might tell Leaf, like, you know, that he's not sure how much diplomacy he can effectively do here, but he's happy to 
be there for moral support and or assist if he wants. I, I think your interest in the matter will uh, go a long way toward uh, making it known that you're here and willing to help. Then we shall move as a team. Dimble kind of <clears throat> kind of jogs up and is just like, oh, the better we can make or the better off we can make this place, the better off I think we'll all be. I was just outside and I I don't know the the forest is um I'm hearing strange things coming from the land. I'm I'm hoping to speak with my father to see if we can get permission to go uh, into some of the deeper chambers under the grove and see if I can investigate that. So my my magic seemed to point us in that direction. And how much power does Daddy Dearest have? Well, he's he's the quartermaster, so he has some influence. Uh, just the lot of you standing in our home like this has been unheard of, and more the majority of the history of this enclave. Uh, but I, I fear maybe his uh, influence is waning, given how extreme his actions have been of late. Uh, I'm I'm told there was some friction out at the front gate when we were you were being brought in. <sighs> So I'm hoping to make an appeal, uh, if, if not just to him, then to the larger leadership of the Enclave and see if we can band together and form a solution. All right. And so you go searching for your father. You'll find him upstairs. Make me a perception check. Uh, perception? It's the best spent skill points I've ever made. Uh, <laughs> 31. 31. Uh, anybody else want to make one or y'all stay in? Oh, yeah, I'll throw in. Let's do it. Uh, I got a, no, it's not a 31, it's a 13. So it's like the reverse of a 31, which I okay. assume is bad. So, um, Leaf, you would be uh, the only one to notice if, as you rounded the corner because it all ends uh, very quickly and becomes unassuming as, as you actually round the corner. But um, you see your father... Um, uh, sort of with looking very, you know, stalwart in his own way, but definitely uh, sweating a bit um, because one of your sisters has their scythe pressed up against his throat, but they seem to notice you approaching and uh, she pulls away um, her weapon quickly and, and smoothly uh, before turning to uh, to walk away. What do you think you're doing? Leaving. And she pushes past you. Or tries to. You can do what you want. I mean, I, I, I don't I don't think he's gonna try and wrestle or anything like that, but if she's walking away, he's gonna turn to his father and just say, What was that? Nothing important. What do you need? <laughs> Sense motive. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like I mean, you know, you, you can probably call bullshit on that, but um 25. I, I want to know how much bullshit I'm also rolling. It's not 25, it's an 18, but still bullshit. Um, I'll actually, he's actually not a very good liar, but um, I'll, I'll roll a bl Yeah, he's lying. Uh, what'd you get, Riley? 18. Uh, you also, yeah, you also know he's lying. Um, the He's very still like staunch face. He's got a very straight face, but the fact that he's like, it's nice and cool in here and he's, Definitely sweating, uh, definitely a little stressed. 
So you can definitely tell he's lying. Yeah, and he, I think he, he just says, well, I, I've come up here seeking more help, but I, I can't just overlook a blade to your throat. No, it's... Everything will be fine. It's just tempers flared, that's all. Are, are they they chafing at the presence of my companions? Among other things, as I said to some of your companions earlier, they tend to take after your mother. Well, we'll... <sighs> he's, he's just, you know, hands in front of the face, mastering himself. <clears throat> For the first time since we've arrived here, I had taken an opportunity to commune with the land, and I can't say I, I particularly liked what I, I found, but the issues, particularly with the heart of the wood, point to the grove, and I had hoped to make a petition uh, for myself and my companions to investigate. He closes his eyes and sighs. Um, I'm not sure that I can swing that for you then let me make the petition myself who do I need to speak with first step unfortunately and he his eyes pass back over to um to the unsealed door or partially unsealed door of your mother uh mother's room then I I, I guess he, he marches over <laughs> <clears throat> uh as you as you head into the doorway um you see your mother is not alone in the room your other sister, Amber, right? Yeah, it was, it was uh, Amber and Jean. So Amber is in the room uh, close to your mother. Uh, she's comforting her. And like when you enter the doorway, there's just a real fucking like daggers glare from your sister. Uh, your mother doesn't seem to have noticed you. Then I, I, I think uh, he will open the door more obviously <clears throat> and make his presence known and she will um she'll take note of you uh, and she seems to be in a significantly different mood from when she basically angry told angrily told you to fuck off and get out uh and she's like oh leaf you came back I, I think he, he cocks his head, really, and uh, is, I, I guess, trying to determine if maybe, like, his sisters have been up to something or, like, tampering with her. Because she didn't seem like she was am amnesiac before, I don't think. Um, and give me a heal check. Trapow. 16. You feel like her... Um, the disease may have addled her mind a little more than you initially thought. She may have forgotten what happened. You're not sure. You're not 100% sure. But it's definitely something that comes to your mind. Yeah, then I, I think he, you know, takes his hand off of the door jam as he uh, meanders further into the room. And he says, yes, I've, I've been here for a bit. I was there when we had all come together to help with your doctoring. 
and uh, I think maybe he's he's skirting around to the side of the bed opposite of his sister. You notice as you sort of approach that your sister's hand slowly drifts with caution, like not like she's just gonna like fucking brain you, but definitely drifting with caution towards her scythe at the edge of the bed. And that's where we're going to leave it until next time. I can't wait to shapeshift into a giant tree boy and suplex my bitch sisters. Hi there, my name's Don. I'm a proud patron of this podcast you just listened to. I'd like to take a moment to talk about some of the projects that I work on. When I'm not listening to Tracy, Sean, and the rest of the gang tell wonderful stories using the Pathfinder rules, I like to make podcasts of my own. I'm the GM in the Starfinder Homebrew Adventure Hexgrid Heroes. On the other side of the GM screen, I play Cory in Pokemon Seicho and Peleus in Ashes and Allomancy. I also like to sit around and talk with my friends about how horror movies can be used in a haunted house setting, and for that, check out Fountain of Fear. All of these podcasts can be found at hexgridheroes.com. G'day, this is Dick Horney, inviting you to explore the world of Dustress, a unique homebrew setting within an Elder's Dream Games universe. Come along as the Hive Queen leads a gambler, cowboy motherfucker with six shooter. I ain't never moved cattle in my life. I am a gambler. A Native American. He he doesn't have a lifetime of eating processed food, so he probably is actually quite regular. And a Detroit teenager. Okay, so we're rolling into elves, aliens, and troll dolls. Through discovery of new magical abilities, struggle with the reality of unknown gods, and maybe learn a little bit about themselves along the way. Visit Eldritch Dream and Dustress Podcast on Twitter for details. They took to the stars and became stars. So it says here you're from another galaxy? Yeah, Milky Way. I don't think I'm ever going to get used to seeing that. A band that influenced entire galaxies. Sector 8, let's make some... Until their inevitable downfall. Fuck you, and fuck you too, Switzerland. Thanks for having my fucking back. Now, 20 years later, they find themselves unpleasantly reunited. James, what are you doing here? We're an entire motherfucking galaxy and you show up on this place. In a place where things are not what they expected. One of our staff members just happened to go missing this morning, and uh, I kind of had... Travis? I understand. Why the uh, fuck do you have a guitar? <laughs> LCP D&D presents Odyssey, a musical actual play adventure set in space using the Savage World system. Listen in by searching for LCP D&D on your favorite podcast platform or find us at lcpdnd.com. Welcome, Forsaken Travelers. Do you like sci-fi fantasy atmosphere? Do you like bad, scary movies, cult classics, and more? The Crow, Beetlejuice, Frankenstein? What about dad jokes? We have those, too. Tune in to the podcast for the untimely dead every other Sunday on your favorite podcast app. We'll see you there.
If you would like to become a patron, check us out on patreon.com forward slash Dream. Also, if you like the show, give us a review on iTunes. You can also find us in the Hive, that's our Discord, link in the description below. You can also find a link to our merch on sonerdware.com. And find us on Twitter, at EldritchDream, at EternaP, and at Dustress Podcast. And until next time, everybody, may the Elder Gods haunt your dreams.